This is episode number 34, and today we are recapping week number five of the Practical Christian Podcast. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian training. Well, another week is in the books. Thank you so much for going on this journey of ethical Christian hacking with me. And uh, hopefully each of the episodes this week have been super beneficial and helpful for you as you continue to be uh, a more effective Christian in your daily life. And so uh, just like every other week when we recap, we'll go through uh, and talk about each episode at a high level and break down just really simply what we talked about to either uh, help you decide what episodes to go back and listen to if you missed some, if you're not a daily listener, uh, which is totally fine, I understand, I'm not not holding that against you, or if you listened to an episode said, I want to put something into practice and then forgot or the day got away from you and you just weren't able to, that this will help remind you to go back and do those things, all right? So we started off in uh, episode number 28 this Sunday, answering the question, what if you don't like the worship songs? What if you go to church on Sunday and you spend half the time wondering why the worship leader is choosing the songs they're choosing because you don't like those songs. You don't connect in those songs. They don't feel like church songs to you. And what we talked about was making sure that we have a righteous perspective, that worship is not just about the songs. Worship is our duty to God. It's what God deserves. It's what's, what is owed him. And so seeing worship in church as an opportunity to give God the glory and the honor that he deserves and to make sure that we are approaching it like that, but that if we really don't connect with the worship songs, to take advantage of a little thing called technology and listen to them on the radio or on a Spotify playlist or something like that, where you can choose the worship songs that you really like and listen to those on the way home after church. Church on Sunday is not the only time you can worship God with worship songs, all right? In episode number 29, we talked about how to talk to atheists about Christianity. And there are a couple things that we pointed out, which was, one, that atheists are people— Two, that they probably have a reason for why they are atheists, why they don't believe in God or profess to not believe in God, and that uh, it actually harms your ability to help them if you deny those experiences. So, for instance, if someone grew up in a church that had some really harmful teachings and uh, were just spiritually or emotionally or mentally, you know, taken advantage of and really didn't like that, or if they had questions and felt like, the answers they got were not sufficient. Well, yeah, that would lead you to think that maybe God isn't real if the people that are following God can't answer your questions. And so don't deny them their experiences and uh, don't take it personally if they are a little confrontational. Uh, more than likely, they've, <laughs> they've got some kind of PTSD when it comes to interacting with religious people. And uh, to, to meet them where they're at, to try and answer their questions, their specific questions with specific answers, and to be humble and say, I don't know, if you don't know the answer. And to be there, not to win the argument. Not to try and, you know, uh, come out as the victor in the conversation. But you are trying to love them the way that God loves them. You're trying to see them the way that God sees them, as one of his lost children. 
And so when you're talking to an atheist about Christianity, it's helpful to keep those things in mind, especially the one about, you know, that you're not there to win an argument, because typically, at least in my own experience, that's what it has turned into is just arguing about things or facts that we are not coming to an agreement on. And instead of trying to find common ground to move forward, we end up just staying in our camps and not having any kind of uh, common discourse or uh, beneficial conversation. In episode number 30, we talked about dating and we talked about boundaries and why boundaries actually set you free. And that's because the goal of dating is not to play house. It's not to test drive the wedding car, so to speak, uh, before you buy it. It is to glorify and honor God and to develop a friendship with someone to see if there's someone you'd want to spend the rest of your life with, committed to for the rest of your life. That's the purpose of dating in the modern sense. And the approach that we should take as Christians is to protect each other's emotional and sexual purity. That when you're not married, you're not married. And no amount of liking a person can justify not staying pure emotionally and spiritually. Now, emotional purity uh, has more to do with infatuation and idolatry, that when you really like someone or are falling in love with someone, they kind of become your whole world. And so you can be emotionally impure. You can idolize that relationship and to the point where it's not even helpful anymore. Maybe you were ready emotionally to uh, you know, get married to this person, but practically or logistically, it's not in the cards yet. So you're actually doing yourself a disservice by putting yourself in that position. And then with sexual purity, you know, they're your brother or sister. They are not your spouse. Their body does not belong to you. And so liking them a lot does not mean that you can then, you know, be impure together, even if you don't have sex and go all the way. All right. And boundaries in dating lead to guilt-free dating, that you can enjoy building the relationship without feeling guilty that you are sinning against God and against each other. In episode number 31, we talked about how to trust God when he seems untrustworthy. That all of us, no matter what, are going to go through periods in our life where things are not going the way we want them to. And in those times, it can be really difficult to trust God, trust that he has our best interests at heart, trust that he's in control, trust that he's working and moving in our lives. And so the tip there was to, number one, look back on the past and see how God has moved in your life before, especially in those similar circumstances where things aren't going great and you're wondering why. God is not acting in a way that you want him to. And then also really leaning on the promises of God. That when we allow our emotions to shape our perspective of who God is, we're really setting ourselves up to fail. But when we allow the promises of God, the scriptures that God put in the Bible that say, this is true no matter what, those are the things that need to shape our perspective and not our emotions. And those things can help us to continue to trust God even when we don't feel like we can trust him. In episode number 32, we answered the question, are some sins worse than others? The answer was yes, but then we took uh, some time to dive into a more interesting question, which is, you know, if some sins are worse than others, does that mean that some sins are quote-unquote okay? Not that God's excited about them, but it's understood that you will commit some sins, so these sins are acceptable or justified. And we talked about why that isn't true, why that can't be the case, that you can't profess to know God and then not be obedient. And also that God never puts us in a position to fail, that any time that we are tempted to sin, 
God always leaves a door for us to walk through where we can overcome that temptation and we don't have to sin. And so really having that as our conviction, not justifying our sins, not allowing little sins, little minor things that may or may not have immediate consequences to separate us in our relationship with God. And then in episode number 33, our Fan Friday episode of the week, uh, I answered a question from Gregory about connecting with Christians on campus, that if you were looking, if you are a college student and you were trying to connect with other Christians, how can you do that? And so first we talked about how to find uh, campus ministries on your college campus, uh, whether that's through a student organization fair or just by Googling campus ministries at your college. And then also that if you meet some Christians and you want to get deeper with Christians, the fastest way to do that is just to do Christ-centered activities together. So reading your Bible together, praying together, doing Christian things with each other really does develop a strength of a relationship that you don't see anywhere else. And so to focus on that as the first step to initiate that relationship and that connection. So hopefully this week has been a great week for you and you've gotten a lot out of this podcast. If you like what you heard this week, subscribe to get daily practical tips just like this one. Leave a review to tell me what you think and head on over to the Facebook group to let me know what you want to hear in future episodes. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.